0: Hey friends, this is the new Marcies podcast. This is for those of you who need a friend to walk alongside you as you resist the temptation to torture and shame your body and instead choose to live from a place of compassion toward it. Our focus is on taking steps to nurture our bodies to a place of wholeness so we can then love others well from that place. I'm your host Debbie and I'm so glad you're here. the end of the month, I'm going to do a Q&A. So if you guys have any questions for me, it could be about myself or about fitness or wellness or whatever. I want you to go ahead and send them my way. You can email me at debbie at or you can send me a message on Instagram or Facebook. Just search New Mercies Fitness. So let me know what your questions are and I'm going to gather those all together and try my best to answer them at the end of the month. Thanks so much. Hey, friends. So as part of our thirsty series that we're starting this month, I created a PDF for you in case you're interested. It'll be in the show notes for a link. And basically it is a two week challenge. You can start anytime and it is focusing on your hydration. And so each day you'll increase your water intake by about four ounces. And you'll do that over the course of two weeks until you are drinking way more water than where you started. I also have some ways that you can incorporate some small amounts of movement. This is not like, hey, we're going to work up to a 45-minute, you know, hit workout. That's actually not how this is at all. This is for the person who really just wants to make those small changes and gain some consistency. I have a spot there for your small victories, you know, the ways that you're seeing some growth and improvement and progress and things like that. Um and your why. Why are you going to do this? And how are you going to actually do this? How are you going to implement this plan to make sure it works in your own schedule? So if that's something that you're interested in, then go ahead into the show notes and click on the link and download that. I hope it's helpful for you. Hey, welcome back to the New Mercies podcast. So today we're going to talk about broken cisterns, and this is coming from Jeremiah 2 verse 13. And I'm actually going to start off by reading that in the NLT version. For my people have done two evil things, They have abandoned me, the fountain of living water, and they have dug for themselves cracked cisterns that can hold no water at all. So they not only abandoned God, but then they worked hard to create other cisterns to hold water. And those failed them anyway because they were broken. Anything that we try to create on our own isn't going to be as good as what comes from God. When you think about how they would create these cisterns, they had to dig, right? Like they had to work hard. So they put all of this effort into creating this thing that didn't even hold water, right? So a cistern, in case you want to know what it really is, <laughs> it's a shaft in the ground. It's bottle shaped with a narrow top made out of soft stone, which holds water, right? Collects the water and holds it. And it would use underground water, which I would imagine wouldn't taste as good as like fresh living spring water, right? But we kind of do the same. Yeah, I think this happens a lot when we read the Bible. We're like, what were they thinking? Well, we kind of do the same thing, right? We talked about this in other episodes. We run to those things that just don't satisfy us, right? It's like this human nature of us, right? Right. And so today, I really want us to focus on what we have created ourselves, those cisterns, if you will. So one way that we do this is by creating these social constructs that then dictate how we live our lives. As a collective whole, like as a society, we have decided that a certain body type is most desirable. And then that notion gets perpetuated generation after generation after generation. And we keep feeding this idea. We do that in a lot of ways. Here are just a few. Uh, how about who's hired? Who's spotlighted in the media? How we make our clothes? How we spend our time? Where we spend our money? You know, the list goes on and on. And like the Israelites, we have created our own cisterns, these ideals that we feel we must try to attain. And I think we really do know deep down that they're broken and flawed because we're still striving, right? We're still, we're still buying the books that tell us how to lose weight and and purchasing these products and all these things like we're still doing it, right? There's there has not been anything that has worked for everyone, right? <laughs> but nevertheless, we just keep doing it, right? We keep filling up these broken cisterns. We just get stuck in this cycle, right? Now, I'm not immune to this. So, I'm going to share with you guys some ways that I've fallen prey to this social construct and how I've even perpetuated it myself. Now, it started for me in middle school, which is terrifying to think of knowing that I have my own kid going into middle school next year. And that's why it's so important that we talk about it and that we get a handle on it so that we can help this next generation. So I spent many, many years struggling with disordered eating. I mean, I'm not kidding. Like I think it was probably sixth grade. You know, restriction, binging, purging, overexercising, exercising. In college, I would go to the gym early on a weekend with no one else around, because I didn't want anybody else to see me, and I would go on the elliptical for hours to burn as many calories as possible without the judgment of others. And of course, later, I would binge because I was starving from losing so many calories and not eating before I went in. It took me a really long time to feel comfortable in shorts, and I know I'm not the only one on this one, (laughs) making myself suffering wearing pants in the, you know, dead of heat, right? I've always avoided a bikini. I don't think I've ever put one on and not for even moral convictions, but simply because I couldn't let others see just how much jiggled underneath my clothing. And I thought for sure, you know, nobody else's body does that. And if another Christian woman wore one, I would just judge her out of jealousy because it kind of made me feel better. I would never say it out loud, but internally I would totally judge her. Now here's a little PSA for you. Side note, there shouldn't be any comparison in the kingdom of God. We are for each other. Now, I finally get that, but that took me a long time. (laughs) All those years in front of a mirror as a dancer, I would only see my flaws. And so I'd do whatever I felt I had to in order to fix them. But I couldn't. You know, I'd barely eat before going to the studio for a few hours. Then I would be starving when I got home, so I would binge. So then I would change and I would binge after school and then purge. So at least I got something in my system and I could feel satisfied because I didn't feel like I had the self-discipline to not eat at all. And there were times that I straight up just didn't eat as well. And then in my 20s and 30s, I would even still sometimes fall for those diets that were disguised as like lifestyle changes or better ways to eat or whatever. And when it came to exercise, I just focused on calories burned because I didn't understand how important things like strength training were. But I would also think that I had to somehow learn to enjoy things that made me just cringe that I hated doing like HIIT workouts or I didn't do CrossFit, but that would be an example of something like so intense and so, so not me. And I would feel like I should enjoy that. I should try that, you know, just because that's what other people were doing. And that's what I was being told that would change my body. That would actually work. All this other stuff doesn't really work. It's too gentle, you know? So I'm going to save you some time and money and I'm going to tell you that that's all like just... Baloney, <laughs> you know, hate workouts and CrossFit and all that. That's totally fine. Some people love it, and if that's their jam, awesome. Everybody has their thing, right? But if it's not your thing, it doesn't need to become your thing. Like we exercise for joy. It's not about suffering. <laughs> and so I say all this to help you see how we can feed into that diet culture, into the social construct that we have created. You know, eat a certain way, move your body a certain way, and you'll end up with the ideal body, which will provide you with all these privileges. End of story. And so I wonder if you can think back to some ways that you've done that yourself and either in the past or maybe that you even do now. And how's that working for you? Well, since I've been there, I know the answer. It's not, it's not working for you. And that might even be why you're listening right now. So I invite you to become a little subversive with me. Now, if you don't know me personally yet, I'm going to let you in on a little Debbie one-on-one. I'm not super tough. (laughs) Okay. I was a dancer. I tried hip hop once. It was not pretty. Okay. Ballet is more my jam, okay? I'm also a peacemaker type who really likes reconciliation. Like my kids, well, I don't know. They'll be really good at, <laughs> at reconciling. But I'm sure right now they probably get pretty sick of me asking them to reconcile and going through the process. But it's important to me, okay? And I don't like violence. And I do lean towards pacifism. You know, if I was born in another decade, I probably would have been a hippie. But I'm going to go against my typical demeanor here, and I'm going to ask you to get angry. Okay? Because anger in and of itself isn't bad, actually. I tell my kids that all the time. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to feel your feelings. It's what we do with it that matters, right? You know, Jesus, he wasn't the happiest guy in the block when he went into the temple and he saw all these people using the temple for stuff that he wasn't cool with, right? Anger is okay. It's what we do with it that matters. So I want you to get angry. With diet culture, with these social constructs that we've been made to believe are worthy of our attention that straight up are not. You can get angry by journaling your prayers to God. He can handle your anger. You can write on slips of paper the ways that your time and money and energy has been wasted because of giving into these lies, and then tear them up or throw them into a fire or whatever. But here's the thing: I want you to remember that we don't fight against flesh and blood. That's in Ephesians six twelve. This isn't about getting angry with Jenny Craig or Weight Watchers or whatever, or that meal replacement bar company, or that fitness instructor, or that clothing company. There is this living water that we can tap into, and we've been deceived into thinking that this underground water in this broken cistern is going to do the trick. All these companies and these people, they've fallen for it too. So let's have some compassion on them, right? The enemy is the one who has taken something good, which is our bodies, and twisted them to make us believe that they're not good and in need of being fixed, but by superficial and artificial means. So get angry with him. Direct your anger there. All right, so you guys do this however you want, but give yourself permission to be angry. But here's the thing. I don't want you to stay there. I want you to invite Jesus in. I want you to invite him to wash over you with his living water and give you the strength to just never turn back and here's the thing you might be tempted and so when you are tempted to go back to that cistern I want you to ask yourself why what is going on underneath there might be a few things going on and I'm not you so I won't know but here are some things to just like reflect on are you struggling to feel worthy and valued and maybe need to reflect on why what Jesus says about you isn't enough Are you falling into the comparison trap? And maybe instead you need to bless that other person rather than comparing or judging them. Maybe it's the comfort of the rules and you need to embrace grace. Maybe there's a reason why you find rules comforting. Maybe something that goes a little bit deeper that you need to reflect on. Maybe there's a community aspect that you're missing out on when you said goodbye to that gym or that diet or whatever, you know, that's definitely a big piece of diet culture, feeling like we're part of something different, right? We have this community around us and sometimes those communities are healthy and sometimes they're not. And so if it's not a healthy community, if it makes you feel worse about yourself as if you are broken in need of being fixed if it's guiding you in the wrong direction and you don't find freedom there, is there another way that you can get that same kind of community that is healthier for you? So I really want you guys to pause and reflect on that, okay? Now, every episode, we do small steps at the end. So your inward step for today is to do what I I just said. (laughs) You're just gonna go ahead and get angry, but then you're not gonna stay angry. You're gonna let Jesus wash over you, okay? And you guys can do that however you want. Now, for your outward, I want us to think back to what I said about the generational aspect of this. You know, girls at younger ages are struggling with their bodies. It's really sad. And it's up to us as women to model a different way for them. Now, we're not perfect, so this is not going to be done in a perfect way. And actually, that's probably better. (laughs) They need to see us struggle with this and, and walk this out imperfectly. So I want you to find a way to reach out to a younger than you girl in your life. So I don't know how old you are that's listening. So... Whoever is younger than you, I would really love to hear stories of women reaching out to, um, middle school age girls or high schoolers. And I want you to consider finding a way to share your own struggles with body image and any small victories that you've seen. Okay. Okay however you feel comfortable doing that, this is totally up to you. And you can take some time first, you know, ask the Lord, okay, who, who would you want me to speak to? And how do you want me to communicate? And I want you to just find a way to encourage her and how she's been created and let her know that her body is good. Okay. Speak some life and truth over her this week. Okay. Um, I actually have, a coloring page that I created. Now it's nothing super fancy guys because <laughs> I created it but um and it, it talks about our bodies being good. And so if that is something that you would find beneficial um you can sign up for the newsletter and that will automatically get sent to you after you sign up and I will have the link to that in the show notes. Um, you will also as you sign up for that you'll get that that PDF but you'll also get signed up to um get a monthly newsletter where I send some encouragement um, by way of a devotional, I will link to some workout videos that I created just for that month for that theme. Um, the podcast episodes that are, that are happening, other resources, recipes, things that I'm finding helpful that I think would be helpful for you guys too. So go ahead and sign up for that newsletter if you haven't yet, and you'll get the um, coloring page. And that's something that you could even give to a younger girl. That's a, a good opportunity to kind of open up that conversation in case you would find that helpful. Alright friends, that's it for today. I will see you next week for our final episode in the Thirsty series. Thanks so much for joining me today.